Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. My friend, uh, Janelle, said, I've got this how to spell CD for my kids. Have a listen to it and then ask people what they think. Okay. I hear, with my little ear, something beginning with I. Right. Or I. I. So it's going to teach kids how to spell today with the letter I. Listen carefully to this. You hearing that? Right, so what was that? Do you know what that was? No, I think I do. That was the sound of Indians. Yes. Indians begins with an I. Yeah. Or E. And I'll tell you something else. Have a listen again. Listen to the woman in the background. Hearing that? <laughs> I think you'll find that begins with a letter O. But now, at this time of the year, it's where a man's thoughts at Christmas time turn to the important things family, you know, peace on earth, alcohol. How far are you prepared to go this Christmas in your pursuit of happiness? Ted's on the phone from Chicago. They've invented bacon vodka. I know bacon goes well with everything, but... Absolutely, we do too. <laughs> but maybe not vodka, I don't know. It's actually, it's really funny. We, uh, we started doing uh, bacon infusions, and I came up with the bacon vodka that just really worked. It's uh, called bacon vodka. Uh, we're really excited about it. The response has been phenomenal. But what about vegetarians? Are they a little bit like, no, man, you can't be doing that with alcohol. That's just bad for the kids. <laughs> Absolutely. We get a lot of uh, emails from vegetarians uh, asking if uh, they can uh, enjoy the bacon vodka. What about the bartenders? Uh, what kind of mixes and martinis and cocktails are they making? Well, what's been interesting is that we made bacon vodka primarily for a Bloody Mary. We call it the Bacon Mary. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you put uh, any, any, any Bloody Mary... You add bacon vodka to it, you'll enjoy it. But what's been really fun is that a lot of the bartenders have taken us under their wing and started pushing the envelope with what is a little bit conventional with uh, bacon-flavored vodka. So we have this chocolate bacon martini. Uh, what's the bacon bomb? You put bacon with Red Bull or with any other energy drink, it's delicious. What's the website people can order <laughs> it from you? Bacon Vodka, B-A-K-O-N-V-O-D-K-A.com, BaconVodka.com. Yeah. I mean, that's the Nobel Peace Prize right there. Just before 6 o'clock, Sammy X and I were sitting at the venue waiting to talk to Chris Cornell. We had to be there by 6. The venue is only about 15 minutes away from here. Show starts at 7, but Christmas traffic and getting a taxi, we didn't take that into account. We didn't take the taxi into account or the Christmas parties. So we're sitting there waiting for Chris Cornell in the, kind of the backstage area. Loads of people sitting around, sound engineers, people like that. And also a lot of ballet dancers, I think, because there was a ballet event on. Loads of ballet dancers. And I'm freaking out. And time's ticking away. And then it's 6.05, and then it's 6.10, and then it's 6.15, and then it's 6.20, and then it's 6.25. And I'm going, dude, if Chris Cornell doesn't come out in the next, like, two minutes, 
we're going to have to blow this interview out because we're on air at seven and we're a good 20 minutes away. And I'm freaking out saying, Phil, we have to get this interview. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Next minute I turn around, the record company girl's there. Oh, I'm like, oh my God, can you just tell me what's going to go on here? You know, I've got to get back to the radio station and Chris Cordell's got to get in here right now. I mean, I know he's the lead singer of Soundgarden. I know he's doing a show tonight, some solo stuff from his album. And yeah, of course, he's one of the guys who created grunge. He's one of the greatest musicians in the history of all time. But I'm, God damn it, would you look at the time? I've got to go. And here I can smell the smell of a grunge rock star coming down the hallway. And I can see the shadow of greatness. But I'm thinking, uh, if he's not in this room for the next 10 seconds, man, I'm out of here. And anyway, turns out he was there and he came in and we had a lovely chat. We got the interview and we got back in time. Well, not quite, because we're sitting at the traffic lights and the light wouldn't turn green. And I'm sitting in the taxi and I'm going to the taxi driver. Listen, man, I don't know if you realise how important this is, but I've got to get back into the radio station. I know it's just around the corner, but if you don't go around this light any second now, things are going to be bad for the listeners in the rubber room because I'm not going to be back in time. Anyway, we made it back in time. Never, ever any stress. And Chris Cornell, the interview coming up in a sec. Gazzo's got the goss. Let's talk about Brett Michaels. Rock of love. God, oh, what a let's joke. Let's talk about that in a was sec. Was that the biggest excuse for the biggest skanks to come oh. out of the world and be on TV ever? I love that. Let's firstly mention for Poison fans, they're going back on tour for their 30th anniversary tours. No, I can't wait. That's great. Did you know Slash actually tried out for Poison, but he was deemed not pretty enough? <laughs> 30th anniversary tour. They recently toured with Lita Ford and Def Leppard for the 2012 Rock of Ages yes, tour. It's that's 2016 right. yep. next year. They're going to tour. We're looking forward to that. Mm. Rock of Love. If you weren't familiar with the Zeitgeist, he basically was a bachelor for skanky groupies. He, instead of giving them a rose, he gave them a backstage pass. <laughs> and God knows what happened when the cameras weren't rolling, because I tell you what, some of those girls were quite unsavoury characters. Yeah, let's have a listen to a bit of it. Get your tits out. It's the rock of love. So now we get to see women getting naked, drunk and vomiting in even closer proximity of each other. I love how Taya, the penthouse pet, didn't want to be pegged as the naked party girl because she doesn't mind showing her skin for work, but she needs respect from Brett, so she just gave him an ass shot. Because nothing says I'm not the naked party girl like donning your penthouse pet t-shirt and flashing your ass. And I love when in The Bachelor or Bachelorette, when they you know give them a smooch, it's just a kiss. But when Lizard <laughs> Michael's got hold they, of them. They get hip C. <laughs> I feel like I'm really attracted to you and I may have to kiss you. <laughs> My favourite thing was whenever he talked about his diabetes. <laughs> I got diabetes. And, uh, uh, you know, the only way I can uh, combat this diabetes is with an adult beverage. <laughs> and you know what else I love? He couldn't find love in Rock of Love 1. So he had to do it again in Rock of Love 2. But by the third time he was on tour, so it's the Rock of Love bus. And the hat become bigger and bigger to hide that bald patch. By the end, the scarf was over his back. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for love. <laughs> James Hetfield next <laughs> Got a big name on the show, Mr. Inappropriate. Please introduce him. He's one bad motor finger and a hell of a spoon man. Please welcome to the rubber room, Chris Cornell. Black hole sound, won't you call? 
Hey, Chris, nice to see you, mate. These solo shows, which I guess you'd be quite used to now, initially when you started doing it, you're kind of out there without a net. Did you occasionally look over trying to find the band? No, and I was pretty aware there was nobody there. <laughs> I was pretty aware there was no net. I mean, there's no net now. That's something that you kind of have to get over right away. Yeah. You do one show like that, and you've kind of, you sort of get it. <laughs> when you strip these songs back, and especially when you go back to some of the earlier material as well, do you listen to it and go, hey, wow, I didn't realise this song was A, so complex, and B, such a great song as well? Well, I think they evolve, uh, continue to change. And I also think that some of that sort of happens with time, even without playing. I'm like, I, I'm not really sure what creates that, but I think the ability to sort of play it the way that it was originally intended is the first target. The next one is to just kind of keep interested in it and see what what is possible to do with it and maybe you can make it a better live song than it was when you were in the studio with say hello to heaven which you did the other day for scott wayland which you know we only found out about last week around this time and it was just it was an incredible shock for us originally you wrote that song for andrew from mother love bone as well uh-huh that's who the song is about and andy's is a character in that song you know yeah. it's kind of um you know i'm painting a scene and you know an image of a scene that's almost like kind of a dreamscape where i run into him in the scene and have a conversation so really it's like this fictitious sort of posthumous conversation that i have with him and that's the yeah. That's the song. I heard after this tour you're going back into the studio with Soundgarden as well. Have you got material in the can for that? We started writing, yeah, before uh, my record even came out. Oh, we were okay. already working on songs. So that, yeah, that happened. The, we started doing that a while ago. We've all been kind of doing different things. But we'll get back to it. We don't really have a schedule. Man, it's really great to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. All right, thank you. Gazzo's here with some goss. And I think, seeing as we're about to talk about Metallica, it's got to be time for a Metallica song. What do you reckon? One triple three five three. I wouldn't mind playing this, the day that never comes, but maybe you've got another one that you want to hear. One triple three five three. Give us a call for play that right after this. Um, Gazzo, so I know you haven't heard it, but James Hetfield says he doesn't have anything to apologise for the Lulu album he did with Lou Reed, and you've never heard it, and I'm amazed. Why is that? Because it was such a bad record. Yeah, right. Did you hear okay. it? No, I didn't. Oh, really? Uh, who wants to? I mean, I mean, I've never really liked Lou Reed that much, apart from Velvet Underground stuff. But, oh, you know, man. I mean, I, no, actually, I take that back. I do like Lou Reed, but Lou Reed teaming up with James Hetfield. No, it's just not going to work. Oh, listen, do me a favour. Um, I'll go, I'll have a listen to it now. Listen, will you listen to it this weekend? Because yeah. it's yeah. a double album. Tell me on Monday what oh. you think. I spoke to Lou Reed. Do you know what he wanted to talk about? What? Kung Fu. I have a couple of favourites. Um, I like the 47 Ronin, All is a Tucci, Bruce, any Bruce film. Ambach, of course, these days. I like Ambach a lot. Lou Reed, Kung Fu. You know, the only redeeming feature Lou Reed has is he wrote a song about me. Sweet no. Jane. You know, it's a song that gets pulled out a lot in my career. Lou Reed wrote a song about me too. Heroin. Heroin. <laughs> 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 no, I was going to say, were you the tranny in Walk on the Wild Side? <laughs> I that one too, yeah. Candy Darling King from Alabama. All right. By the way, coming up in New Year's Eve, Triple M's uh, Rockies are back. We did this last year, Rockies 2015. All music jurors can vote. Tell us what you want as your rewards for the year. And also go on the running to win yourself a Marshall amp as well. Go to triplem.com.au, find the music juror page, join up and join us again for New Year's Eve. Let's look back to last year. 2014. Triple M Rockies. Hi, this is Van Stroy. Thanks to you, the Triple M music jurors, for voting in the 2014 Triple M Rockies. I'm here to present the Rocky for the best album of the year. There can only be one winner. Let's look at your nominees. Album of the Year. 
ACDC, Rock or Bust. Foo Fighters, Sonic Highways. Slash World on Fire. Arctic Monkeys AM. Kingswood Microscopic. Lincoln Park, The Hunting Party. Of the year. And the winner of the 2014 Triple M Rockies Album of the Year is Sarah McLeod. Thank you, Vance Joy. <laughs> <laughs> is it Vance or Vance? Uh, he doesn't mind. He's just happy you, that you know who he is. Okay, and the envelope, please. I like how you're passing the envelope to yourself, incidentally. Flying my own torch. I like that. And the winner is. <sighs> The Arctic Monkeys! Really? Yeah! The Arctic Monkeys yeah. beat everybody. Well, there's a surprise. Yeah, now, you know what? That's a pleasant surprise. I know. I thought you'd be happy with that. That does make me happy. I'm filled with joy. Bart's joy. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope Sarah McLeod can come back to open the envelopes this year. 2015 Rockies. Become a Triple M Music Jury. Go to the homepage, triplem.com.au, and join up. You'll get the newsletter. We'll give you the categories and that, and vote and go in the running to win yourself the Marshall Amp Fridge as well. And the 2015 Rockies are happening right here on New Year's Eve. You may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! Oh. Triple M, the rubber room.